Hello and welcome to the Heat Check Podcast, the Miami Herald's Miami Heat Podcast. I am David Wilson, joined as always by Anthony Chang, our Heat Beat writer here at the Herald. How's it going, Anthony? Good, good. We have a guest, though. Yes, we are joined by a guest today, uh, the Associated Press's Tim Reynolds. Uh, how's it going, Tim? I'm no longer shunned. <laughs> I love it. I'm no longer yeah, shunned. Yeah, Tim has been lobbying to come on the podcast. Shame since it's, the podcast started, pretty much probably even before. <laughs> it's been it was a joke at first, but then I'm like, no, I am the shameless. Yeah, I no, absolutely yeah, am the shameless. Let's do this. So it worked out perfectly. We're sitting here in American Airlines Arena. It's almost midnight uh, after the Heat beat the Hawks. Jimmy Butler made his debut, and the Heat looked kind of did what they were supposed to do. I think against a Hawks team, particularly after Trey Young got hurt. Yeah, definitely. Um. Obviously, the absence of Trey Young makes a huge difference <laughs> with this Hawks team. But, um, yeah, this if the Heat are who, David, you and I think they are, probably a top mm-hmm. four or five team in the East, this is what they should do against an, uh, an Atlanta team that was in the ba- back end of a back-to-back. Miami playing at home, lead from start to finish pretty much, and dominate this game. I mean, it got, I guess it got a little well, close. Well, it got to like 12, the game, the 12 end, 11, or maybe. A couple but, of times. They but, had two, two layups to make yeah. it nine, and they somehow airballed both of them, <laughs> yeah. which was really weird. But he were in control from start to finish, pretty much. So Yeah, it, I don't think the, the Hawks led after like the first four minutes or something like that. They went up 2 nothing and maybe like 7-5 or something there was a like few, that. There was a few lead changes yeah. early, but I mean, it seemed like, you know, John Collins hit you know, a million threes, four right. of them, but yeah. it, it felt like a million in the first quarter. So that kept them in it. But you never really felt like, even in the early going, and even after, I mean, Trey was, I think, scoreless in the first quarter, mm-hmm. then, you know, he made his nightly 30-footer. Yeah. And it Glad we got like to was, see that before he got right, yeah. before. It seemed yeah. like it was he was starting to get going, but you never got the sense, even early, when the lead was going back and forth a few times, a half dozen times or whatever it was, that the Heat were out of sorts yeah. at any time. No. And that just would not have been the case last year. And it wasn't even, I mean, Jimmy being on the court obviously helped lead 12 in the first, first like, 10 minutes yeah. pretty much. Yeah, 12 of the first 20 points. Yeah. But even after he went out, and, and by then Trey was out also or, or went out around the same time, but the offense still just has more options than it did last it's, year. More, like, efficient options, I guess, than it did last year. Last year was, there were a lot of lulls in the middle of games. I feel like this year... I mean, so far it's early. Yeah. There's less of that. Minnesota, the end of the Minnesota game is pretty much the one time they kind of reverted back to being last year's team. I think a lot of last year, they would look around and be like, who are we? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then they would wait for Dwayne to come back in and almost defer is the, defer means a lot of different things, but in that, I, I think so much of last year, Guys wanted yeah. Dwayne to have the ball because they wanted to see Dwayne do something great again and yeah. again and again and again and again. And it was. Dwayne had great moments, and it led to 39 wins. It wasn't Dwayne's fault. It wasn't anybody's fault. The cha- the blessing and the curse for this team already, I think we can see after four games, is is it going to be Justice's night, or is it going to be Kendrick Nunn's, or Jimmy's, or Tyler's, mm-hmm. or Bam's, or Goron's, through four games? At least a half dozen guys have had big nights already, and that's going to be the challenge for Eric Spolstra is identifying quickly enough what is the what is the hot combination. And and Tyler Hero, we proved it tonight, and Goron can do some of this, and so can Kendrick Nunn. But I think you have a guy in Jimmy who, when you need a bucket, he can make tough shots. And that's something, Dwayne did it some last year, but Jimmy Yeah, is, but Dwayne's shooting, I mean, he, 
it wasn't Dwayne. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't. It wasn't prime. He had moments, but, but but he had moments. He had moments. He, had exactly. moments. he did it, he and, did it, it and he's just gonna play the minutes that Jimmy's gonna play, yeah. obviously. But but Jimmy offers that, and I think that's something this team was missing, and it's, it's just a stabilizing factor for this for this team. One thing I really liked in this game was when the Hawks were hanging around in the fourth quarter, when they were making 13-11, when they were making 15-13, when they had a chance, two, two possessions to get it to single digits. It took Eric Spolstra some time before he put Jimmy back in to close it. He didn't panic. There wasn't mm-hmm. the panic timeout. There wasn't the panic substitution. He put Bam in at one point, but Jimmy was still a couple minutes away. He didn't force him back out there. I think Jimmy Butler is going to grow to appreciate how judicious Spo yeah. can be with his closer uh, in the fourth quarter. Very different than uh, Tom Thibodeau. Slightly. <laughs> yeah, Tibbs, Tibbs would be having practice right now. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you look at the stat line of Jimmy. I mean, that's, was it a 30-point game? No, but you look, just look, it's solid. And that's yeah. what Jimmy is. 21 points, 5 of 11 shooting, 10 of 15 from the free throw line, a plus 15 in 30 minutes. That's, that's what Jimmy is. But the beauty of what this team has been, I don't want to say is because it's only four yeah, games. Yeah, yeah. He missed six of his last seven shots. Yeah. And nobody noticed. Right. Nobody noticed that because you didn't have to because mm-hmm. it was working. And he was getting to the line still. He was getting to the line. He missed six of them well, I mean, yeah, officially. Yeah, right, 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 Seven right. after yeah, for sure. four for four starts. But when you get to the line a million times as a team, that, that yeah. tends to, you know, that t- obviously that, that doesn't hurt the cause. Yeah. yeah. I do wonder, and it seems like kind of an obvious take that might be totally wrong, but like, did this team benefit maybe from having a couple of games right off the bat where they didn't have Jimmy? Where, where they had to kind of figure things out on the fly. Kendrick, like, would Kendrick Nunn be Kendrick Nunn? I think it's a great point. I yeah. get get some guys the taste early mm-hmm. of what it's like to play, a, a, to come up big in a big spot. And big spots are not, we all know, big spots are not always in the fourth quarter. Right? Yeah. But I think the Milwaukee game is going to be something that Spoke can point to all year and be like, when we were in this situation, you did this and you did this and you did Without this. Without Jimmy. Yeah. Without Jimmy. So I think it was great for a lot of guys because especially that game being on Marquette's home floor, I know it's not the building that, that Jimmy played in. Mm-hmm. It's still Marquette's gym. Jimmy would have felt compelled, okay, I got to be the guy here. Mm-hmm. So does Kendrick Nunn even happen? Right. So I, I think David makes a really good point. Yeah. One I hadn't, one, honestly, I hadn't thought of that. No, for sure. And, and I mean, Tyler Hero, what he did tonight, I, I know he kind of struggled the first three games, but... 29 points, most points since a Heat rookie since Dwayne Wade. Uh, most points off the bench by a rookie ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and did only, it on, did it on, I mean, I know he got to the line. Yeah, nine that, I mean, that's did it on nine shots. Yeah. That the the free throw shooting is like you know, you would think you know we know we all know Tyler can do more than just shoot threes, but you would think those big scoring nets are going to come buoyed by hitting four or five threes. But and he was helped. He got by, to the line ten times in the first. In the second quarter, second I think, quarter, alone, yeah. yeah. And, and a lot of it was because he's still the rookie. Mm-hmm. And when the Slovenian kid, number seven, is going crazy in his first run of the night, mm-hmm. when Goran's going crazy, that's going to help Tyler. Right. That's who do you double on this team? Yeah. I, and I, I'd be very curious to see what Lloyd Pierce's scouting report going into Thursday will look like. Now, obviously, he's, not gonna, he's yeah. not going to have Trey. But, like, how do you scout for this team? Who do you take away? Because if you take away X, Y, and Z, I've already shown an ability to beat you with this yeah. team. Yeah, seven guys with multiple assists. There was no one with more than three, but a lot of guys just with two and three. And it's and it's something we have talked about on this show before and really even last year was 
they have lineups where just everyone can pass. But when Bam is your center and he's like a very willing passer, I think he had three assists tonight, two or three. And he I could mean, have, he could have had a lot. Yeah, more. I mean it's just everyone. There's no black holes on this team like you, there were. And you can uh, you can Spol- Spolstra can adapt to the opponent too. I mean, mm-hmm. there's so many ways this team can go. It could play big with Kelly and Bam. It could play small with Bam and four perimeter guys. Um, like you said, you can't double. If you double Jimmy, there's other guys who can score. If you double Goron, it's the same. I mean, Tyler Hero said it tonight. Jimmy helps so much because he takes so much of the focus from the opposing defense that other guys are open. And you saw it tonight with Goron and, and Tyler. I mean, Tyler Tyler wasn't getting those looks like the first three games. They were. He got open looks today. I, I hesitate to bring this up because I am a staunch proponent of ignoring plus minus whenever possible. But in a game where John Collins got. 30. Bam was still plus 27. Yeah. yeah. He's That's awesome. really hard to do. Bam has been one of the most impressive players, I think, to start this season. Bam has been great. I think he's like, there's some guys that were excited to watch here in Miami. Like, Kendrick Nunn is obviously yeah. getting a ton of like local attention, but like, nationally, people are talking about Bam well, already just off what he. I mean, people saw the promise last year, but he is really like delivering. Yeah. So I was out there in Vegas for USA camp this summer. And Bam didn't have a great week that he was out there, but they went through 52 guys to get to the 12 that finished seventh. Of the 52, of and 40, 40 didn't make the team that went to China. They only cut two, and Bam was one of them. The other 38 left on their own or got hurt. I think that experience of being told, no, you're not good enough to be on this team. People talk about what the World Cup, what the FIBA experience and playing for Greg Popovich and Steve Kerr can do for a guy. I think Bam learned a lot that week, mm-hmm. but I think Bam, I think it lit a fire yeah. under him, and it, it's not going away. I think Bam understands the opportunity that he has, but he now has that motivation of, wow, I wanted something, I put it out there, and it got taken from me. I think he is. That happened in July, guys. It's now the end of October, yeah. and he's still <laughs> carrying. Yeah, that. he was. He was upset. You asked him about it today. He's like, I didn't watch any of the team was. Yeah, like, I did. I, you know, not sadly. I watched all of them. He didn't miss a lot. Donovan Mitchell, really, really good. That's my <laughs> Kemba Walker too. At times, until they got away from Donovan in the game against France, and Kemba tried to play hero ball. And you were too early for me. <laughs> too early for me. It was too early for me. I was there. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, Bam defensively. I mean, what Car Anthony Towns in Minnesota, that block in Milwaukee. It's not even just the numbers. It's it's the plus minus. It's the defense. It's the leading fast breaks. And I mean, it's a, it's a bigger way more bigger point. Bam. And Cat Cat had a huge game against him, so people can look at a box score and say, "Wow, Carl Anthony Towns right. tore up Bam Adebayo." That was not the case. Bam, you could argue, held Cat to that because that was as good of a Carl Anthony Towns mm-hmm. as I've seen, and I've watched a lot of Wolves basketball. John Krasinski covers them for the Athletic. Used to cover him for for the AP. I, just because I'm good friends with him, I watch a lot of Wolves basketball. That's as good a cat as I've seen. I thought Bam had a very good yeah. game against him. It's just sometimes good offense beats good defense. Yeah. I think this Bam is as good a starting center as this place has had in a very long time. And that's not disrespecting Hassan. It's just different. It's yeah. just different. And he just fits. He fits. He yeah. fits what that's Spolstra he, wants. And he, you could tell. He, and he fits the modern-day NBA team. I mean, he's like... He hit a, a great like a jumper today. Like yeah. he's, he's got confidence in his offensive 
I mean, he brings the ball up a, like two or three times a game. And he, he tries to run a fast break. He, doesn't need he has to a lot score. of confidence in he his offense. You don't need to run plays from a score. Yeah, order to make an impact, like he makes an impact in so many different ways. But they're running plays, and and I know this was on the Hawks scouting report for tonight. Again, only three games, so limited sample size. You can run offense through Bam if he's in the high post, Mm -hmm. if he's in the corner, if he's on the block. You can run offense through him anywhere. Name me another five in the league that you can do that with. Maybe Jokic. Jokic, That's it. That's all that comes to mind. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I'm not drawing the parallel between Jokic and right. Bam, but Bam gives you so he is Eric Spolster will use the term Swiss Army knife because <laughs> there is every tool in the toolkit. Bam is starting to develop. It. Yeah, there aren't a lot of center like true. If you consider him like the, a true center, there aren't a lot of true centers necessarily like that. Like Jokic, really like you know the the Hassan, best offensive center. Hassan's a true five. Yeah. 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 But I'm just saying, the, the way you can go two ways, a lot of those true centers are guys who are either defensive stalwarts or more, a little bit more offensive-minded guys. And he is not the offensive player that a guy like Jokic or, or Kat are. And he's not the defensive player a guy like Gobert is. But he, he blends both skill sets to a degree uh, that, that really fits this team. And one last thing on Bam. Spolstra mentioned it after the game tonight. He's gotten so good at drawing fouls. He's such a good free throw shooter. Yeah. Now. I mean, nine of ten from the free throw line. He only needed seven shots, scored seventeen points. Yeah. That's that's kind of his offensive game, really. I mean, being physical, getting to getting into the paint and drawing fouls and scoring points that way. I don't remember one lob being thrown to him tonight. Maybe yeah. there was one, but that's been the thing with Bam for two years. It's oh, we must throw him the lob, must throw him mm-hmm. the lob. No, tonight was a double double the old fashioned way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we've been uh, very positive. <laughs> How how po- much more positive are you about this team than we were? And we were pretty high up, like yeah. you said. We, we I think both had them. I think you said they were going to forty six. Four. I had them as yeah. five. I, Do you feel any different four games in? I, I think the point you mentioned earlier in the podcast. What I saw this how this team played without Jimmy on the road. I mean, the home opener yeah was you know obviously you start with the win, but on the road to play that way, even the loss against Minnesota to come back and yeah, you're in the second night of a back to back, a tough back to back. Um, and you're in that game until the end. The game's tied with three minutes left. Um, it, it's I, I feel like I, I, it's kind of what I expected. I would say. Yeah. Um, I, I still think 46, 47 wins. I, I, it confirms what I thought. I mean, Kendrick Nunn has been. Yeah, we didn't. I don't think anyone saw that coming. I mean, we all thought hey, he's gonna have a role rotation Back guy off the bench or something. Yeah. But as a starter, he looks like he could score consistently at least 15 points a game in double figures. Um, tonight wasn't his most efficient night, but still finished with 17 and points. He started over four and got hot. I mean, yeah. he's going to be like a, a microwave kind of guy, right? Like, yeah. we'll get hot for a stretch, it seems like. Uh, yeah, and, and, and Justice, I mean, Justice didn't have a good game again tonight either, but he's had a solid start to the year. Bam, we talked about. I mean, there's just a lot of guys on this team that have made improvements, and then you throw in Jimmy to the picture. It's just a team that fits. Did you make a uh, prediction for I did, I did our West. Like I did our West okay. preview. Um, I did not have them in the West, <laughs> luckily. What's your, what's your win prediction? For so I had them at 45. Okay. okay. And so we're all kind of in the same We're range. all kind of in the same thing. Something I like so far is what we've talked about already, the multiple options. Yeah. Yeah. How there are multiple guys on this on this team that can score. We know that. Um, I like what Eric's doing rotation-wise. Mm-hmm. I'm somewhat skeptical if Dion. Or JJ will 
have a role, or at least a one in the short term. Because yeah. I think there's still kind of the elephant in the room. I think the rotation is the right. rotation right now. What worries? What should worry Eric Spolstra? Turnovers are way too high. Yeah, what well, they have today? Like 27 or 28, something? 28, I think it was. Yeah. And they're lucky that Atlanta only cashed them in, I think, for 24, 24 points. 24 points, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm still not totally loving three-point defense. The numbers look good, but Memphis, I think, missed 15 open threes I mean, they in the could, opener. Like, John Collins, those were not tough threes. No, John Collins, they were long they were free throws open. is yeah. what they were hitting. So th- there's some cause for concern. I, 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 the thing that I think the best sign, and you've covered this team long enough to know, Eric Spolstra loves the second unit. He is all about the yeah. second unit. Dwayne not starting last year wasn't because Dwayne couldn't. It was how can they get the best out of him in 20-something minutes right. instead of 30-something minutes. This second unit with Goran Dragic and Tyler Hero, that's a starting NBA backcourt. The second unit for this team is going to win a half dozen games, if not more, just by themselves. So I'm I'm not changing the number. I'm still saying mid-40s, but I think they're a contender to host yeah, game one sure. of round yeah. one. If you're hosting game one of round one, this was a great season no matter what yeah. happens from there. And I'll say this, too, going back to your point about the bench. Goran is a guy – we know we know what Goran is, but – the way he's looked to start this season, he's coming he off the injury. way better than last year, I think. Yeah, he, he looks like a true contender for sixth man of the year. What he could provide off the bench, scoring 18 to 20 points, I mean, that's very unique. There's not many guys who can do that. So something the Heat saw last year when they really broke down what went, ha- what, what went on, Dwayne, a lot of his minutes, he was being guarded by first, second, or third-year guys. Now, I know Dwayne athletically wasn't, Dwayne of 2009 and 2019, obviously. That's still a 16-year vet. That's a mm-hmm. savvy vet. Yeah. Goran Dragic, is his, if he has a business card right now, it says savvy vet. <laughs> you put a young kid in front of him, Goran is going to embarrass Yeah, it's game over, yeah. Yeah, and he's got the like, step-back three kind of going a little bit today. He played three in a row, I think, right, pretty much right after he yeah. checked in. Um, obviously, he's always been a great pick-and-roll guy, and we've got a lot of you know, not just a lot of ball handling options, but a lot of screening options too. Like I think at one point in the first quarter they ran up one three pick and roll with Justice as the ball handler and Jimmy as the screen. Like they're gonna have a lot of different combinations that and suppose a guy likes to play around with his rotations yeah. to an extent. So we're gonna see a lot of different things. If, yeah. <laughs> if if Goron started this game, Goron would have opened on Trey Young. Trey yeah. Young might not be scoreless after the first quarter. Yeah, right. Goron guarding, say, Damian Jones. It's a big difference. I, I think the Heat like that matchup a little bit more. Yeah. And, and Damian Jones is the center. Whatever he is. <laughs> I don't even know. Who was their backup point guard tonight? Uh, Kevin played. So actually, you know who he guarded? He guarded Kevin Herter. He guarded right. Kevin Herter. Because Kevin, Kevin Reddish ran the point Kevin a little had, bit. Kevin had to play a, a, some of one in, some one in his minutes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm just looking at this, and I'm trying to think off the top of my because Kevin's usually on the two, but he did handle the ball tonight. Yeah. I'm looking at the Hawks box, but I'm like, who the heck handled the ball for this team? No wonder they lost. No wonder they lost. <laughs> and yet they still had 28 assists on 35 field goals, and Trey Young didn't play three quarters. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're going to be a fun team at least. As long as Trey's healthy. Hopefully. You know I didn't notice until right now, proving that I'm a savvy NBA beat writer? 49-33 on the glass. That's not Trey Young. 
Trey Young yeah. doesn't make he doesn't make an, he doesn't make a real big impact there. No, and, he's a good rebounder for a kid his size. They do have some they do have good bigs. 49-33, only nine offensive rebounds given up. 13 second chance points both ways, but second chance points were such a big issue last year for the Heat. Yes. Yeah. Anytime you can hold Deem under 20 now, yeah. that's pretty good. So, Chris Silver, like. four offensive rebounds. Well, part well, of that, still too. still playing without, I mean, Derek Jones didn't play. Like, they're, they're missing some of their big guys, too, right now. The Heat didn't take that many shots because they took so many free throws. True. <laughs> so that, but, but yeah, they, they've been rebounding, rebounding the ball well. I think the only time they got a rebound was in Minnesota. In Milwaukee, they... Tyler he Hero, seven boards. defensive rebounds. He's been, and Eric mentioned that today. Yeah, the he's game, good for He's been sneaky good. He has a rebound. knack. Yeah, yeah he, he, he's, he's just, just always yeah. like kind of right where the ball is. But you know what they too. say though? Shooters know. Like, yeah, shooters yeah. can watch you're the point of the ball shot and stuff and like that. And they know. Okay, it's going to hit the rim here, and it's yeah. going to go this way. And it's almost like being able to read a fastball in baseball. Right. And this, that he can tell from the from from the rotation of the ball which way it's going to spin. It's crazy. And he's not afraid to get in there. Like I've seen him jump. In the middle of two big guys, like he yeah. he will find the ball. A He'll guy kind of got out of his way tonight, and Tyler landed on his right arm, and then he like bounced a little, and I was like, "Well, <laughs> <laughs> he's got to be." But terrible. he's he's a kid, so yeah, he's fine. He's nineteen. Yeah. It's probably it's probably dislocated in seven places, yeah. and he's fine. He'll be, be good for Thursday. He'll be good for Thursday. Tape it. <laughs> um, all right. Anything else we want to hit on before we get out of here? Any other just like big picture takeaways through the first week? I know it's kind of all we talked about, but should we talk about Kendrick Nunn? Just like this whole None where better. he's come out. Like we like Can we, we said. Stop we... with the better. <laughs> Can we just Twitter stop? handle? What's his Twitter handle? His name? None better. <laughs> I, I mean, how he... how real do we think this is? Um. With Jimmy back, his volume is going to go down. Yeah. Even though he took a team high sh- shots, <laughs> 18 shots, but I think but the free throws. Long term, his volume is going to go down. But he's he's a scorer. Like he scores on every, on all three levels, mid range, in the paint, from three. This is a, that's a good option for this team. Like we talked about, there's a handful of guys who could create their own points, but he's one of the. I think him and Jimmy maybe are the two, and him, Jimmy, and Goron. Are the three best at that? Him, Jiffy, Goran, and Tyler? And Tyler <laughs> and Justice? And and, but but Kendrick's another guy who can do that. You know, yeah. and, and when this team needs points, when they, we talked about those lulls last year with offense, Kendrick is a guy that helps them with that. He's another option. Um, and to your, both of your points, who are you going to double? If you double Jimmy, if you double Goran, you leave Kendrick on man-on-man, man, like he's going to score most of the time. So it's just another weapon. I just think you can never have enough two guards from Chicago. There you go. Yeah, especially guys who felt like they're a little overlooked o- along the way. I just this is Miami. Our city loves a little bit of swag. Yeah, and that kid's got some swag. Kid, he's twenty four. He's like, yeah, like the third oldest right. guy on the team now. It seems he's older like, than Justice. Yeah, he's he's got some swag to him. I talked to UD about him after the Minnesota game, and he said, "There's just something about those guys from Chicago. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but." They always seem to be something to them, like the swagger on the court, the way they play. There's just something about it. I think the way UD would put it is that I think Chicago is now considered the Southwest Ranches of Illinois. <laughs> I think it's very much like that. Yeah. One thing that I – it's really simple. One thing I, I think you should bring up before we shut it down, just the importance of a good start. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they've been two and two each of the last right. four years, and now three and one. And I know three and one only guarantees you three and seventy nine. I know, but like, I think there's just something, just more pretty about the standings when you look at it. And 
Th- this team deserved better than to be 500 after four games. This yeah. team, I don't know, they're not 750 good. They're not going to win 61 yeah. games. But, you know, they, they deserve to be where they are. They've earned a 3-1 and one start. They've earned to not play uphill out of the gate. I mean, yeah. look, the, the the first long trip out west, that has... Yeah, I mean, the schedule's not Sunday, kind early no. on. But if they can survive, if they can just get to... December, Somebody did a study, December, and I don't believe in a lot of these studies, but, like, after the All-Star break, the last 30, in theory, the Heat would have the easiest schedule right. in the NBA. Yeah, I mean, they have a lot of home games at the and end of the year. look at what typically... An Eric Spolster team in March and April gets really, really good. If they just hang around a little, maybe get to like 30 and 20 after 50 games, this could get real fun. Yeah, and I think, I mean, the fast start was no guarantee just with all the changing parts. And then obviously with Jimmy missing the first three games, um, that was kind of, you know, when we were high on the team, I don't know if we necessarily thought they would start like 5-1 or 6-1, whatever they could get to. we thought it might be a team that would grow throughout the year. And it's just kind of, I think it's reassuring to the Heat optimists that they've got something kind of figured out. They here. have a toughness to them. I mean, look, yeah. they were down, I know it was just a point, but they were still losing going into the fourth quarter against Memphis. By all accounts, they could have lost the Milwaukee game like 63 times. Mm-hmm. They, they, they tried they, to. They, they, they didn't the win line. in Minnesota, but they were right there. And came back, they were, what, down 12? Yeah, and, yeah, and even, and even tonight, even without Trey... Look, guys are going to be without guys. Miami was out Jimmy for three games. I mean, it's unfortunate that Trey turned his ankle, and it doesn't sound like it's going to be that bad. The sense in the Hawks' locker room after the game was a couple of weeks. But that's, I mean, it's, it's a good sprain, but the, the MRI tomorrow isn't going to find yeah. anything. So it, it's, I mean, guy, you, teams have to play without guys. How many times did they keep loose to the Hawks in this building yeah. last year? Twice. Like, twice. Yeah. And you know what? And I think they lost once or twice maybe in Atlanta, too. No, they went, they went one and three against them. Yeah. You know, they go 4-0 and oh against the Hawks. They're in the playoffs. Yeah. 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 It's just important that you win games that maybe, maybe they shouldn't have won the Memphis game. Maybe they shouldn't have won the Milwaukee game. Maybe they didn't serve the, win the Minnesota so, game. You know what, though? They're finding ways. Yeah, and it does add up, yeah. It, it does add up. And then you're not losing the games that next, you should win. You blink. Which was what happened last year. You guys, if you blink once, you're going to be back in this room taping the pot after game 71. <laughs> I'm telling you, the season, the off season yeah, takes clear. forever. Yeah. The regular season goes in an instant. Yeah, and the Heat have a real chance. You know, you don't want to you don't want to call it now, but they have a real chance to go 4-1. With, if Trey Young is not there on Thursday... Yeah, I mean they're going to be favored in that game. They should win that game. So um, that's, that's another win they get under their belt before this West Coast trip. And I think the early success is good because how much would we be talking about the Dion and James? Oh yeah, we didn't it wouldn't mention it. They it's not, it's well. not an issue because it's not an issue. Yeah, yeah exactly. If if they were, I mean, well. One and three or zero oh and four right now. You'd be like, could what's wrong with Dion? Where's Dion? Where's Dion? Where's James Sixteen James a game, help him out. Could James, James Johnson Johnson's defense was a help him out. Captain of this team. Yep. I haven't laid eyes on the man in three weeks. <laughs> I know he exists still, but I haven't seen him. Yeah. Like, it's winning cures all. Cures yeah. all. Yep. It really does. As Pat says, there's winning and there's misery, and there's not a lot of misery with this team after the first week. They're having fun, too, it seems like, just being in the locker room. I mean, they're having fun. You know, a lot of the guys liked each other last year, but it's, it's different. It it's, it's and I think, I've, and I've and not to put anything on Dwayne, like, because, you know, he's Dwayne Wade, but there is, he's Dwayne Wade. It's like a separation, yeah. just naturally. You're not going to feel like you're peers with Dwayne Wade. It seems like with Jimmy, there's a little bit more of, like, 
It's, a it's almost vibe. one of us. It's a different vibe. Just even if it's the age difference. It's a different and, uh, in the locker room and Spo too. I mean, you could just tell how much Spoelstra loves this team. Like he loves this roster. I think he, even with the Dion problem, even with the JJ problem, and look, we all know that Hassan wasn't everybody's BFF around here. Mm-hmm. Like there was a lot of frustration with Hassan. We all know that. I, I never got the sense that the room, even with Jay Rich, even with Rodney, who's a, just a tremendous great guy, great guy, yeah. You didn't get the sense that that was a real fun place to be. You get the sense with this team again; it's three and one, and it's only been a month that they've been together officially. You get the sense that these guys like coming to work, yeah. You just and and you need that. And you know what? The 0506 team was a lot like this. It had the giant in the room in Shaq, literally the giant in the room in Shaq. <laughs> And it was just a bunch of guys. The rising superstar the shooting rising, guard. The rising superstar shooting guard. Um, what me. are you trying to say? And, <laughs> I'm trying to championship, of course, but I'm trying to say, get, get, your, get your frying pans ready because we're going to have a parade down beautiful Biscayne Boulevard in about eight months. I'm, I'm just saying that it's just more. I don't recall a team that didn't like each other having a bad year. Right. Yeah. There were teams that didn't like each other that had good years, but it's really tough to do. Mm-hmm. The first prerequisite to success, it, it's like anything. you got to have a foundation. You have to have a culture, the buzzword. And you have to have a bunch of guys who like working with yeah. and mm-hmm. for each other. And Eric Spolster yeah. has that. And that's, I think... Was it, I mean, you can tell he likes this team. Well, yeah. Yeah. This, team, this team likes this team, too, and mm-hmm. that's why. All right, I think we can wrap it up there before we uh, talk ourselves into booking finals tickets to I just booked Los my Angeles. LA, I just booked my LA <laughs> hotels right now. I yeah, still like so, uh, Tim, thanks for coming on. <laughs> I, I, you know, this is, I'm still not totally convinced you were recording. I'm going to be very happy when I see it. I know now. I see it. You guys do. You are, you are going to be very, very good when you turn 25. And David literally... <laughs> David is David's yeah. off. David covers everything. I got so much respect for you guys. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thanks we got, for coming. We got to do it again. Yeah, sure. we'll yeah. be doing these uh, all season long. Be sure to check MiamiHerald.com slash sports. We got all our coverage from tonight, all our coverage from all season. Follow Anthony on Twitter at Anthony underscore Chang. I'm at DB Wilson too. You don't need to follow me. He already, has, he already has enough followers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks, Tim. Uh, thanks, we'll guys. talk to you guys next week.